0: The baller, my life is more than money and Germany. It's the stories Credit Dog. I said, Make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't got a chemi dog, I'm the sea behind the ball My life is more than money and Germany. It's the crazy Dog. I said, Make a movie behind the baller. I went from music act to this podcast. Now i finally feel at home and laugh behind the ball. Yo, 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 what's good, everyone? We are back. We are back. We are back. You are listening to the world-famous, the award-winning, the award-nominated, the most unorthodox business podcast there is in the universe. You are listening to the Behind the Baller podcast. I am your host, Ben Baller, not Ben Humble, a.k.a. the Korean John Cusack, a.k.a. Back Nine Ben, a.k.a. the Washed Lord. Guys, this show is brought to you by none other than the almighty Dust Brothers. That's Miles Davis. Yes, that's really his name. And Jordan Winter. We're looking for a rebrand. We ain't looking, sorry. We looking to rebrand. And I'm sorry, no, we're not. Let me correct that. For the third time's a charm, we are going to be rebranding this podcast sometime in the near future. Uh, We are aiming for the end of this year, which is crazy because it is already fucking the middle of August. And I feel like it was just my birthday a month ago. And it's just man this year is flying by and it can't fly by fast enough anyways guys we are coming to you live and direct from hollywood california shit what what am i doing i hear lakey lake music and i don't know what's going on look let's get the show started So I didn't really get to give like a full appreciation. Um, I really did that on, on the fly. I didn't bring my, my recording equipment to Hawaii. And um, I just want to say again, I'm very grateful. Uh, I can't believe it's been four years. I think I have so much trauma and I have no shame telling you guys uh, the last six months have, has, have been the most traumatic of my 50 years of living. You know, it's not even some days good, some days bad. It's, uh, there's, um, not a lot of moments in the day, uh, when the kids are away from me that I'm thinking about good things. Um, not necessarily like while I'm focusing on negative, that's not where it is at all. I just think that when you're in the fire, you know, people could tell you what it's like to be in the fire, right? And be like, all right, cool. Like, oh shit, when I got out of it, man, it was great, whatever. And now, you know, I'm fucking uh, driving a truck or, you know, I'm flipping pancakes, or damn, I'm you know, I'm playing basketball, whatever. I'm just talking about, I'm in the fire now. You know what I mean? And some days my fire suit works well, some days it doesn't. And with all that said, it's an. I think I said this uh, a month or two ago, right? And I was like, I can't even take it day by day anymore. I almost had to take it. I was taking it hour by hour. Some days it's, it's you know, minute by minute, some nights, I don't know, it's, it's it's a wild thing. I didn't really get a whole lot of sleep in Hawaii. You know, I think I averaged between five and six hours, which wasn't enough because it was a vacation, right? But again, this was the first, uh, well, Legoland kind of counted, but not really. This, this is traveling five and a half hours away, you know what I'm saying, on a flight, three kids, you know, um, definitely traveling, you know. Um, upper tier and it is the pretty much like the last vacation that we might do all year as far as something like that you know um last year we had few um we had several i'm sorry but uh no nanny no in-laws no no mom no dad no help no well i did have a security guard when i was in hawaii for a little bit but you know it's uh three kids three young kids right And traveling is uh, no joke with them, right? It's obviously a lot easier now. But, uh, you know, it was good. But the other day, the kids are in San Francisco for a few days. And so I'm, you know, I'm getting a chance to golf. I'm getting a chance to kind of just, I don't know, man, marinate a little bit, you know, and kind of just try to enjoy um, some peace and quiet. But there's something that puts me at ease. Again, when you know they're going crazy, they're arguing, whatever, boom. And we'll get into Hawaii in a second. But I think the day after we got back, I closed my blinds, closed all the light in my bedroom. No melatonin. And I think it was maybe 11.45 at night. I woke up. And I had no alarm clock on, nothing. And it was 9.03 a.m. And I was like, whoa. I think I've talked about it here. And it's very rare that I even get eight hours. But I got over nine hours of sleep. Might even have been when I had COVID. I don't know when the fuck the last time I could think of that. I got that kind of sleep. But I was that tired. And uh, I don't really operate on a whole lot of sleep. And that's just my life. And that's fine. Um, so people say, oh, you need to have eight. No, you don't not everyone up you know like there's motherfuckers have ate 35,000 big macs and they're in perfect health the cholesterol's good and they're you know well in their 50s or whatever they've been doing it for everyone's different but i do know a lot of hustlers and a lot of like you know successful people they don't really operate on a lot of sleep anyways i'm back it feels good to be home i felt like a week was definitely a lot now if we we're in a different place it might have been different um but as long as I'm with my family, is fine. If with with everything that's going on, you know, there's times where I'm in. I think the only times, maybe Tokyo, if I'm not with the kids, you know, I miss them so much. Um, but if I had all my kids with me and I was in either Tokyo or the Philippines, I can be in either Tokyo or Philippines easily for a month, no problem, no issue. If I just got the three kids and we out there chilling. Philippines, easy, breeze. But uh, again, before we get into Hawaii, we need to talk about Hawaii. My heart. Goes out to the town, the city of Lahaina. Um, is that how you pronounce it Lahaina, right? I've been hearing it on the news uh, in Maui, and the death toll now is at about a hundred. And this happened while we were actually there. And just like I usually do, I wake up in the morning. Um, I usually take my morning deuce. I'll uh, take a toke, and you know I, I go get the coffee. You know, that good Hawaiian, you know, Kona coffee and everything. And speaking of Kona, we'll talk about that in a second, cause it relates to this. But I had uh my coffee. I opened Twitter up and supposed to say, first thing you should do is do that. Shut the fuck up. That's what I can't stand with these fucking internet social media gurus and this and that, and got the same fucking bullshit ass Zara suit on or whatever it may be. And I'm not disrespecting, I'm just saying, like. You act like you're wearing a fucking, you know, a tailored fucking, you know, Tom Ford suit, like chill. It's just all these dudes that baller busters busts on their page, got all these things. First thing, you know, don't look at the phone, don't look at this. Said, what are you on social media period for then? Fuck out of here. You want motherfuckers to be looking at your shit all the goddamn time. Don't judge anybody. At this point, a phone is totally different. That is like my MacBook it's my news, it's my TV, it's everything. It is my sole purpose. It's, it's my entertainment. It's my way of communicating with people. It is what it, And I don't even use it. I'm using my phone 40 to 60% less than I was six months ago, a year ago, way more, like I'm t- way less. But anyways, I check Twitter in the morning to see what's trending, to see what's going on with the news. It's obviously a lot faster than turning on NBC or whatever the fuck, CNBC or CNN, or whatever it may be. And I saw that Maui was trending number one. And I was like, wow, Maui, what the fuck? And I saw the fire. And I just was like, wow, man, this is really bad. It's like, what, a few hundred miles away from where we were. And for a couple days, you know, the, the typical Waikiki, Honolulu trade winds, you know, they're bad. That's why when people talk about golfing in Hawaii, and when I had Michelle Wee on my show, who's a Hawaiian native... You know, they talk about how you have to learn how to play. The shots you have to have in your bag to play in Hawaii because, you know, for a few holes, there might be serious wind, then it won't, but you have to be able to play in the wind, right? And have those, those knockdown shots and those stingers and things like that. So anyways, there are some bad trade winds. There are some really bad waves. And the wind was so bad that obviously, you know, cooked that town. You know, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. It just That's literally what happened. And, you know, you're on vacation. And this vacation meant a lot because, you know, I'm going through obviously a tough time. And it doesn't put it in perspective. Because someone can die. someone in my family could die. Someone could be this, someone could be that. I have to, one, be grateful that I'm on this earth and that I have purpose but I have to cherish every moment that I have with my children, right? So I just, thoughts and prayers out to the people, the families, you know, set high numbers. Um, My boy, Colin Morikawa, shared a story of uh, his grandfather owning a restaurant there. Um, I was playing golf the other day, and one of my boys showed me a picture of the Kona, um, a golf course in Kona where they have this uh, Pro-Am, Supposed to have a tournament there in December. and The entire golf course cooked. And it's not about, oh, well, shit, who gives a fuck about golf? It doesn't fucking matter. It could be a, a mom-and-pop shop. It could be someone's house. It don't matter. It was the damage it did. These golf carts were cooked. The fucking garage, the bay, the goddamn, you know, everywhere. People's jobs are lost. You know, it's, it's people lost their homes. People are jumping into the ocean literally to avoid being burned down in the death hole. We don't even know because it's, it's still going on. It's... It's that shit is gone. And the thing that bothered me, and thank God I didn't go on Twitter to check deep into it, but there's these conspiracy theorists that think that this fire was started on purpose. So they could build high rises and, you know, make this town more uh, resorty or bring more money or whatever. And it's just like, look, man, I know there's some scumbag piece of shit motherfuckers out there. And we're not going to get into the politics and how you know maybe obama or trump or george bush didn't know about all these people getting killed with drone attacks and whatever and they did but to have like for real people's lives like taken for some real estate i, I don't know and i'm not saying it's far fetched but i'm saying it's somewhat far fetched i don't know just my heart's go out to them as fucked up situation um, while we were there our flight was leaving the next day and uh 12,000 people were being um, diverted to Honolulu. And uh, we got to the airport. It was starting to get to be a, a little hectic there. And um, some of these fancier hotels were turning people away. It's kind of unfortunate. It's fucked up. And, you know, you see it all the time, whether it be racism, whether it be people, you know, how, you know they don't want to help people out that are less fortunate. I don't know, man. I don't sit and count how many people I help in life or whatever else. It's really a, what my energy is at that moment. If I can help you, I'm going to. When I can, I will. And the thing is, I often do, no matter what the fuck it is. It could be a video game. It could be something. It could be a community. It could be, you know, me giving a homeless person money on the street or whatever. It's just, it was an eye-opener. Now, trip was goaded. It was uh, a good time. All three kids had a legendary, like the memories... I know we'll stay forever with them. I don't know what next year is going to be like, right? We take advantage now. And thank God I have, you know, miles up the ass to use. And I don't mean Miles Davis. I'm talking about miles, like, like, you know, award miles to be able to uh, still go on a vacation like this. And we had a trip to Cabo we were supposed to go to last year and didn't. I forgot why we canceled it, but uh, I had flight credit from that and there was all this other stuff. And it was... You know, Kaya's first time going in a lay down bed. And I've actually never seen a plane have a a four row first class um, thing. Well, like, well, there's four beds in a row. It was really dope to be able to have all my family with me in the same row. And, And, you know, they were just seeing Kaya's face. She's so cute. She's just like, that's just my heart, you know? And I favored her over the two boys. You know, she's just the baby of the family. And that's just, that's typical. But we did everything. Every single day, we seized the day. We did two or three activities a day. And the moment we got there, we ate. Ryder had um spam masubi for the first time, last Hawaii trip. Kaya had it first time this time. But we hit a lot of Japanese Hawaiian spots up, got some karage, went to the Masubi Cafe, the world famous Masubi Cafe. Uh, you know, Kaya tried eel, Kaya tried lobster for the first time. Shout out to uh, Wolfgang Steakhouse in the Royal Hawaiian Center. By the way, shout out to Christine at the Royal Hawaiian Center. Wow. The VIP service, and by the way, Royal Hawaiian Center is a fucking massive, like it occupies like two or three blocks of downtown uh, Waikiki right there on Kalakao Boulevard. That fucked that name up, I forgot, man. But yeah, you know, there's everything from Kith to Hermes to Stussy to even like sneaker resale stores to Harry Winston, all that stuff and everything. And, you know, we woke up, straight hit the beach. And some people are like, oh, no, you want to be on a private beach and this and that. No, not necessarily. We did that. We stayed in Koalina before last time. You know what I'm saying? We've stayed at the, the Alani. And it's nice. It's good. Just think that, you know, Kai and Rider, no, London still would have had a lit time. It's just so far away from where the action is. And I want these kids to be entertained. I want something to happen. I want to able, We want to be able to see shit, you know? So we're right there in the mix. I give a fuck. You know, um, shot my boy BJ. Um, He always has the Samoans all locked down, big security guards and stuff. But, you know, we hit the beach, we're there for hours at a time. The water was perfect, the waves were big. It was just, it was awesome. No sunburn, no issues, no nothing. You know, getting coconut shrimp and then going to toy stores, hitting up, you know, one of the dopest day busters in the USA, which is, uh, you know, right there in Honolulu. It's actually one of the top grossing bars in Honolulu. And a shout out to Andrew at Dave & Buster's there. We went to the zoo. And their zoo's smaller, but it's a great zoo. And the selection of animals, amazing, had shaved ice. I was thinking about gatekeeping this, but I was like, you know what? They could probably use the business. Now, it sells out fast for certain you know, activities there. But there's a place called Sea Life Park in Honolulu it's about 40, 45 minutes, maybe 50 minutes on a bad day away from downtown Waikiki. And it is a water park. It's not like a Sea World type of place. Anyone could have their opinions about anything they want and I don't give a fuck. Right? You see some of the greatest people there that have been there for 30, 40 years. Old Japanese, old original OG Hawaiian people. And they have giant tortoises which are now um, endangered. Um, they have... Pretty big sharks, five feet, psych six feet. You know, uh, black tip, white tip, um, all kinds of different kind of sharks and stuff. You see, they have baby shark feedings. They have little shows, and it's not like a packed place. But they also have a um, an aviary where you can feed birds, exotic birds that feed them, you know seeds and stuff. They have sea lions show. They have all this other stuff. But the attraction that got us there is they give you two options you can swim with dolphins for about 45 minutes to an hour and you got to be, I think, nine years old, right? Or, you can do a semi-swim, like kind of like waist deep, you're wearing a life vest and all that and hang out and chill with dolphins and pet them and, and feed them the whole nine and learn something about them and get something educational from it and Kaya's not old enough to do the swimming part, but we kind of did a mix of both. And I did that last time with the boys. And it, again, it's not really gatekeeping. I just didn't want to like, it was already hard as fuck to get an appointment there. And we did it the day before we left, but Kai had a blast. You know, you get to feed the dolphins, you get to learn about the belly buns. You get to learn about where their eyes are, where their, where their eyelids are and certain things. And you know, the male and female and things like that. And it was just, I've never touched a dolphin before my entire life. And um, I don't want to hear no PETA shit. It was an amazing experience for my kids. And then you get to feed the turtles and and, then do a bunch of other things. And the crazy part is it's less than 200 fucking dollars per person for this experience. Disneyland is like 300 something dollars. After food and whatever else, it might be four or $500 per person. If this shit existed in Los Angeles, in in Southern California, period, this should be 800 to 1,000 a person easily. And it's just an amazing experience to take your kids, to take your family there. And um, yeah, shout out to Sea Life Park. Uh, By the way, again, shout out to Stusi, Hawaii, um, and Island Snow. They left some gifts for me and my kids, and uh, I appreciate it. Such kind people. What else, man? Obviously, you know, had the shrimp truck. Fuck, what didn't we eat That We didn't eat any pizza. You know, of course we had Cheesecake Factory had to us, the kids' favorite. Uh, We just had a great fucking time out there. We just had a great chill time. You know, there's like a Haagen-Dazs out there on every other block, literally every other block. And it was just, it's different because, I don't know if, did I mention this on the last one? I think I did. My new favorite ice cream flavor, period, is Midnight Cookies and Cream. I think I did mention it, pretty sure. That's where we first tried it is lit. There is three coffee shops inside my hotel. There's a candy shop. There's restaurants. There's this and that. There's a flea market. We supported all the local businesses. Got Kaya's hair braided. Bought some Hawaiian dresses, Hawaiian shirts, got we even got the moms. We even got Nicolette um, you know, some Oahu hoodies and things like that. And got my daughter some bracelets and we got the kids some ukulele's. By the way, shout out to John Mayer. Posted a video of the boys. Um Walking with the ukuleles downtown around right the strip and then uh oh my god what fucking song is it jesus christ can't think of the song it's john mayer hit it was a huge massive hit it was you know a big hit and it was playing in the background and so john mayer sent a little video to the boys and you know obviously he's considered one of the greatest guitar players of our time if not even the top 50 in ever in history played a guitar He's like, I'll give you guys uh ukulele lessons and stuff and everything. And they're, they're excited about that. No golf happened out there, but again, it was a great time. I can't wait to go back. I hope that's maybe our annual thing. Maybe it's a biannual thing. I don't know. We had a great time. And as they get older, they just get better and better. And yeah, man, I, I don't know, I'm trying to think if I forgot anything. It's just an amazing time. Took a bunch of pictures, you know, Again, activities every day. The only thing we didn't get to do again was I tried to find somewhere to fish. Could not find any fishing. But yeah, man, what else? What's next, man? Oh, boy. While I was in Hawaii, obviously a a big scandal. A couple things going on. Is it hard to say a friend? No, I, I could say a friend. So Lil Tay was um pronounced you know it was announced that little tay had had died her and her brother i don't know little tay very well i've spoken to her several times but i've talked to her brother a lot of times jason i talked to quite a bit before the pandemic throughout the pandemic and jason came to my house two days ago and we sat down and chopped it up for about an hour two hours almost and he's going over, what the fuck do I do? This is fucked up. He showed me everything. You know, Meta had already confirmed that the account was hacked. It was legit. And, and I want to say something real quick for everyone who, who even knows who Lil Tay is or whatever. and whatever. She was trending number one for, I don't know, most of the day. She's never had a manager. So when they say management is skeptical of this and they don't know this and whatever, she's going through a nasty custody battle between her mom and dad. She lives with her mom, you know, pretty much full-time. Her dad's an attorney. There's a nasty custody battle going on. And I don't know who hacked the account, but there is a dude who's saying he's her manager and he's not his cap. There is no crypto coin that she's attached to. There's no meta uh, verse anything that little Tay is attached to. And by the way, I haven't seen her in like a year or two. And she's 14 now. She's literally eight. Grown ass girl. She's five foot five. She's looks totally different from when, you know, the pics that you saw last. You know, she's a punk little kid, and she's it's just crazy now. It's just different. And, you know, they were planning on trying to make a comeback, They're trying to figure out things and whatever. And she has a pretty big platform. I think she's going in a different direction, which is good. But yeah, she's all right. It wasn't cap. They didn't post it. You can believe me or believe not or whatever. I I, I kind of did my own because I was skeptical myself. I was actually kind of sad. I was like, damn, man, that's fucked up. You know, a dude is young, he's 21, she's 14, that's just crazy. And I thought immediately, fuck. It was either a really bad accident or fucking suicide. I didn't know. They're you know, they're going through some some trying times. But even like, you know, like when Nick would talk to the kid, just like, yo, isn't this your friend's kid? And I was like, yo, this, this shit is crazy. And just a whole bunch going on in the world right now, man. It's just fucked up, you know? And um, oh yeah. You know what? I'm going to save that for, the, for after the break, man. Let's pay some bills. And um, I just feel like I, I'm just I'm just jumping back into the shit. I haven't golfed in a while and everything else. I'm just jumping back into this. I'm excited to be on the microphone. I'm excited to entertain you guys on a Monday. I want to say at the latest by next month, we're going back to two episodes a week. Thank God. This is something that's been therapeutic for me. I think there was a point in time where I had a hard time discussing... Um, or hard time just talking on the microphone, right? And I can't wait to do video so you guys can see my goofy ass face while I'm doing this. But yeah, let's pay some bills and we'll be right back, y'all. This is a message from NetSuite. Be sweet to yourself and your business by joining NetSuite. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Things you used to do in a day are taking a week. Getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 36,025 thousand 36,000, that's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining, accounting financial management inventory hr and more 25 NetSuite turns 25 this year that's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less close their books in days not weeks and drive down costs one because your business is one of a kind so you get customized solution for all your kpis Key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need, all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance, absolutely free at netsuite.com slash baller. That's netsuite.com slash baller to get your own KPI checklist. Netsuite.com slash baller. Do you have a summertime anthem? How does this sound? Summertime! And building credits easy. That's the song you could be singing all summer long with the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. A better way to build credit. As in, you can build your credit scores safely with everyday purchases and on-time payments. Plus, there's no annual fee, interest, or credit check to get started. Chime Credit build visa credit card no annual fees no interest or credit check to apply use it everywhere visa credit cards are accepted build credit using your own money chime checking account get paid up to two days earlier with a qualifying direct deposit you can get access to your money sooner fee free overdraft with SpotMe. Overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a purchase that exceeds your balance. Ditch the monthly fees. Chime has no monthly minimum balance or overdraft fees. Access 60000 plus fees. Fee-free ATMs. That's more than the top three national banks combined. Pay friends through Chime, no matter what bank account they use, and cash out your money fast, free. I'm sorry, fee-free, okay? Start building your credit up. Open a Chime checking account with at least $200 qualifying direct deposit to get started. Get started at Chime.com baller. That's C-H-I-M-E forward slash baller. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by Stride Bank NA member FDIC, Chime checking account, and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. On-time payment history may have some positive impact on your credit score. Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary. Yo, yo, we're back, y'all. What's going on, man? While I was gone, you know, I followed this page, um, Bay Area State of Mind. I think the sub page is Oakland State of Mind and whatever, and it just... It's like street people of Beverly Hills and street people of Los Angeles just post all the bad shit that's going on. And it's such a toxic page in a way, you know, that we're raising awareness. And you got so many motherfucking people like, yeah, it's a fucking blue state. It's a liberal state and this and that and all this bullshit and whatever. And it's just like, I will say this. In the last few years since maybe Donald Trump has been elected or, or was the president, No, 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 no. I want to say since COVID maybe. Really even more recent. In the last two or three years. Definitely the Democrats have have lost their fucking minds. Okay? Let me say this though. Republicans are still way fucking crazier and way more delusional and way more out of line. I don't align with either one. Right? You can't sit there and pick a side not with this shit. No, you can't. Um, I had said before, you know, all those people that, you know, the highest recorded votes in, in, in US history for Biden, they didn't vote for Biden. They voted against Trump. And, you know, these pages are showing all this crazy shit that's going on. And I don't know if you guys know, I'm sure you do. You know, it could compromise security shit, but like, Usually when I post something, I'm already gone. 95% of the time I've gone. If I'm at a mall or if I'm at a place, a park or something, sometimes at Disneyland, things like that, even I might be, it's kind of hard, but it's such a big place and it's, you know, it's, it's, some, it's somewhat safe there. But the Americana and the Grove are two places I think I've always have talked about my love for the, the Grove, right? There's, I've talked about stories about when Jonas was alive and he was like, yo, how much do you think it cost to, to buy this place? And i like, why? Because like, I'm going to fucking buy this place for you one day because you fucking love coming here. And I love the Grove, right? And Americana is a little more kid-friendly. And um, I go there so often because of Potato Corner and, you know, Cheesecake Factory is there. And, and uh, it's not a whole lot of shopping for the kids there. Barnes and Nobles is there. And I still love going to bookstores and stuff. But last week, there was a fucking 30-person robbery at St. Laurent. And just in the last year, they've put a Gucci store there. There was a Louis Vuitton pop-up for a little bit. There's a Gucci store there now. There's a St. Laurent. They're bringing in higher-end shit. And these higher-end businesses are getting robbed. If you don't know about Glendale and Burbank, Glendale and Burbank are two of the safest towns in L.A. County. You will get pulled over for silly shit. It is a very heavily Armenian-populated area. That's where Nicolette grew up. Glendale is very safe. And the police don't fuck around. I used to get pulled over all the time when I lived in Glendale when her house was being built. I cannot believe those motherfuckers got away with robbing St. Laurent in the Americana, and of all places, Glendale. The police station is four blocks away. I'm mind blown. And it was a fucking gang operate. Like it was fucking like that. It was crazy. Just to see that many fucking... They cleaned that entire place out. And, you know, my store was in the hood for a long time. So, you know, there's BEs going on all over the place. It's just gone to a different level now. Especially ever since they changed the law in California. Um, no bail. So you just pretty much do what the fuck you want without any repercussions as long as you don't commit, uh, you know, a severe crime. You even do battery. You could smack the shit out of somebody and not go to jail. And, you know, not having any repercussions until you get arraigned. And that's if the DA even picks up the case. These motherfuckers are doing this shit crazy. And it's all these young kids, teenagers. They're being taught. They're so young, right? They're like go to jail. And I found out after talking to one of my boys playing golf. And this dude actually used to be a cop. He's talking to a bunch of his friends. It's a lot more organized than you think it is. There's these robberies going on in the San Fernando Valley for a while. And they busted this one gang and found out that these kids had on their phones and all a list, they had a, got a list of addresses of homes. They even had email addresses of the owners. I don't know why you had the email addresses. They had an inventory of what these people might have in their house. This guy's a jeweler, this guy's this, whatever, boom. It's a full-blown scumbag operation. I just watched on the news the other day. This guy lived outside a country club and he's looking at a surveillance camera and most people who have, uh, you know, their surveillance cameras, like I do, it's a big TV, flat screen with all, you know, 16 cameras, you could see it. And he was looking at the screen, there's some bright lights, and he thought it was like four coyotes or four whatever. It was four thugs in hoodies and masks climbing through his backyard. So he grabbed a light, they saw him, he's calling the police, and they ran away, right? Anyways... This has been going on for a while now. Through the Bay like crazy. They did it to Louis Vuitton in the Bay. They did it to Gucci. They did a bunch of stores. And I'm like, what is the answer? Like, do you fuck motherfuckers up? Do you do whatever? Like, what what is it? Because this shit's crazy. Like, it's, it's really, it's beyond out of control. It's been going on for a little while now, right? And then on Saturday afternoon, after I played around at my country club, I was driving home, and I seen some cars speed on the freeway driving really erratic and crazy didn't think much of it I was like you know, they weren't like nice cars and I thought what like, the fuck's going on here get home and someone I know was the person that caught the video of the Westfield Topanga Mall which is right there in like Canoga Park like Woodland Hills borderline of maybe more than 30 people robbing the Nordstrom at the Topanga Mall Now, that Nordstrom carries Bottega Veneta it carries uh, shit, all the high-end shit from Off-White to Gucci, Louis, everything you can think, all the high-end shit. And these motherfuckers clean that place the fuck out. And it's fucking nuts. And it's just so wild. And people are just so freaked out and they don't know what the fucking do. And it's just like, it ain't got shit to do with. Like, oh, this shit, try this in a small state or small town or that fucking Jason Aldean song is called or whatever. And it's like, they ain't got no motherfucking St. Laurent or Gucci in some of these fucking small towns. That shit happens in Atlanta, Chicago, or Be like, oh, okay. It could happen to a red state. It doesn't fucking matter. Motherfuckers are out of control right now. And I, I don't know what the answer is. Now, Rick Caruso, who I was gonna have on the podcast, ran for the mayor of LA and and I did vote for him. I think he would have been a better fucking mayor than Karen Bass is and she ain't doing shit. But Rick Caruso offered a $50,000 cash reward and it's still up. I think he's even up, it up to $100,000. And Rick, he ain't fucking around. He's about, to, they're going to find out who some of these motherfuckers are. I think he'll get to it a little faster than anyone else. I mean, there's other people who own these stores and, you know, people are like, oh, well, fuck Gucci, it's overpriced. It's, it doesn't matter what the fuck it is. I don't give a fuck if they're robbing fucking the Aquafina store. It doesn't matter. The fuck is wrong with people? And then I was listening to Cornell West talk about something he was talking about. The top ten richest people in the world combined are more wealthy than sixty percent of the Earth's population. That fucked me up. Cause thank God I got a laptop in front of me. Do this when we start doing a, you know, a live podcast. So, world population currently is seven point eight eight billion. So let's just say seven point nine billion, just to be okay. Just to be okay, so seven. Let's see here. Are there commas in this motherfucker? No, there isn't. All right. So that's. So let's see right there. Okay. That's 4.74 billion people. Ten people are worth more. Ten people combined are worth more. Hold more wealth than 7.4.74 billion people. You can think about that shit it's crazy right now man the rich are our rich as fuck I'm supposed to say oh you're bad I'm not in that category I live very decent that's about it right it's really as much as I can say motherfuckers are going through tough times this sagged after strike is going on this shit's fucking people up that dude Billy Porter is famous you know um, I mean is he an actor whatever but You know, he has to sell his crib right now. And what people don't realize is, you know, a few years ago, people were getting these low interest rates for 2%, under 3% at a fixed rate. Someone doing interest-only loans, which was smart for the temporary time. Now interest rates are over 7%. So these people got to fucking sell their cribs because they can't last through it. And it's getting tough. And I told you guys it was coming. It's slowly coming along. I feel it already. You know, consumer shit and whatever people going to concerts and stuff and saying, fuck it, we want to enjoy life, we don't want to fucking it. do there. And it's just the decisions they're making and what they want to do. Some people, again, I tell people all the time, if you see me bought something, that means I could have bought it 50 times, 100 times, whether it be a dinner, whatever else I'm thinking about. And even though I'm going through a weird time because I'm not really working right now, right? And I haven't been working in the last six months. You know, I'm a lot more cautious and frugal with how I'm spending money And I'm, you know, taking advantage of rewards and stuff like that and sponsors and things like that. But, you know, spending is down, period. And next year, it it might get scary. And that's why motherfuckers just acting, you know, wild. They see celebrities, whatever else. Some people wearing fake shit. I see fake gallery department t-shirts on fucking Wish or whatever the fuck it is. And you know a motherfucker who doesn't have a job, whatever it may be. It's got a Louis fucking shoulder bag. And no way he's wearing $2,000 jeans and $800 t shirt. You know what I mean? It's just, it doesn't, oh, why not? No. Some are definitely like, fuck it, we're going to make it work and, you know, hustle and get this shit. But it's like, generally, no, is cap. But the image is out there, it's portrayed, you know, by the rappers or whatever and, and, and the less than 1%. So you want to go out there and eat and live the same way, right? So it's just getting crazy. What, what I, I'm starting to, to think is like, I'm surprised motherfuckers aren't doing this at like Catch Steakhouse. Or all these nice restaurants, at right? Nobu, Malibu, and like you know, like fuck it, we're just not gonna pay. You know, we're gonna eat when the bill comes. Fuck you. What are you gonna do? We're leaving. I don't know. It's a shit show. The world is getting fucked up. It's getting scarier every single fucking day. Um, while I was in Hawaii, I saw that Montgomery, Alabama brawl. It's fucking epic. It was one of the best fucking craziest fights I've ever seen on the internet in my life. It was fucking amazing. That kid, that 16-year-old kid that swam from the boat to go over to help that dude out, to help how black folks came together, that shit was crazy. The chair, the memes, the clothes, everything. Just how they whooped them dudes' asses and they say, oh, this is some fucking racist shit. That's not whatever. yeah, it was. On the other hand, I'm with black people. We're going to get into all the fucking segregation and all the other shit from way back. I'm just saying it was fucking crazy. It was amazing. I'm happy for him. Fuck it. You know, now I was in a small town, Jason Aldean. But yeah, the world is just getting angry and everything else and things are getting fucked up. I'm glad to see the Me Too movement is dying. There's too many fucking people that are crying wolf. Too many women are starting to figure out and lying on men, especially in the state of California, where the women are protected here more than anything and you take advantage and you claim domestic violence or domestic abuse or whatever it may be and it dumbs down and fucking takes away from the actual victims who are out there getting fucked up, who are being raped, who are being hurt, who are being beaten. I don't condone ver- verbal abuse. Verbal abuse is not good. Verbal abuse is not a crime though. Yes, you fuck someone up here and that but I'm talking about People who are actually getting beaten, who are getting hit, who are do you know, just being like, you know, maimed. And you got women out here trying to get a check. And we just live in fucked up times right now. And speaking of all that, while I was in Hawaii, Tory Lanez got sentenced and had the fucking internet in an uproar all over again. He got 10 years for allegedly shooting. Megan the Stanley I don't know if I ever really brought up my opinion about it what do I think do I think he shot her I think he had a gun that was unregistered to him I think he was drunk and I think the gun went off and it was in his possession and she got hit so you put the math together technically yes I guess he shot or whatever else did he do it intentionally I don't know I can't speak on that did he get cornholed did he get fleeced did he get beat by this system? I don't think so. Because it can. And coming from someone who's been in court. There's times you learn their lesson. There's times you do certain things. There's certain times you move differently because it's a headache. He literally has a tweet saying, I'm at home chilling, playing PlayStation or some shit. Laughing at motherfuckers, think that I'm actually going to jail. Bro. I hate when people tell me be humble. But I know when to shut the fuck up. And he still admitted his innocence. Great for him. I I don't think it's going to go well. He could do four more appeals. He's going to sit down for 10. When he gets out. That's a long time. Now I'm really wondering what's going to happen to this Young Thug situation. That's going to be a crazy situation. I think they're going to give him the fucking book. I don't think he's going to see the light of day. Young Thug different type of celebrity different type of animal now Tori isn't famous he's big i just don't think uh it's something what people want to wait 10 years for or whatever and it's unfortunate because he's a father and it sucks and whatever and you know people do crazy things you know you could do you could kill somebody you could be oj you could be somebody and, and, not, and not tell your closest friends because you know that's your life on the line Like, mom, dad, I didn't shoot them. I swear to God, you got to believe me. And you know, you have the conversations, whatever, and your family will go to war for you, right? I know women who've lied and then been like, what the fuck do you think? You think my mom wasn't going to defend me? It's one thing to defend someone. It's another thing to lie. And lie under oath against the law, right? And um, I always said this. I remember I said this to an ex-girlfriend of mine. And I was like, look, man, if I murdered somebody, will my mom hide me? I I don't know. And it doesn't mean my mom didn't love me. I'm just saying, you know, she was like more like, look, you fucked up, you know. It's time to face the music. It's cold world. But yeah, I mean, I just think that Tori's parents ain't really, you know, I don't know. I just think the way that he handled all this shit after the trolling, the stupid shit after, he should just shut the fuck up. But his ego wouldn't let it go. So he gonna sit down for a minute. Now people are comparing the Henry Rugg situation. He actually killed somebody and he only got like three years, was it five years, whatever. That's a rare case. Vehicular manslaughter, a separate thing. Some dumb motherfuckers are saying, I know people who murdered somebody. No, no, dog, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, even in the state of California. The minimum sentence for murder is like 25, 30. So this was more teaching someone a lesson for not shutting the fuck up. Now, there could be a corrupt jury. There could be fucked up things here and there. This ain't that. 'Cause I've seen a jury screw over somebody. You never want to shit that to go into their hands. Here I seen what jury selection looks like. Trust me, it ain't fun. But yeah, the world is getting just fucked, fucked up. But I won't talk about that anymore. I wanna talk about this rebrand. Again, man, I'm really hyped about this four year anniversary and and again. BTB Army, I um will be changing that name soon. Um, When we do rebrand this podcast and I'm excited to bring a co-host on, I'm excited to have a counterpart, I'm excited to really explore and broaden our horizons, right? To really finally do full-blown merch, to finally do real live shows, to finally go on tour, to do this video, to come up with bigger topics. Not that I can't do, I'm saying someone to not debate necessarily, but back and forth banter right? I want to embrace a little bit more of my Asian, you know, culture. And I think this is something I'm so fucking excited for. And one thing that I've done is I've always expanded whatever I did. How the fuck am I going to shy away from being Korean or being Asian? It's an obvious thing. I just always went for more mass appeal, right? Not necessarily pop appeal, but I always thought outside the box of the original. What, what Asians weren't breakdancing and fucking doing graffiti and and DJing and shit like that. Filipinos maybe back in the '80s and stuff, right? But like Japanese, Chinese, and Korean, and I'm not alienating the Laotians and, and you know and, and, and the Chinese and Burmese, Hmong, you know, community, whatever. I'm just saying that three more popular, bigger cultures between uh, Japanese. And Chinese and Koreans. People knew what the fuck Korean people. were back in the day when I was a kid. They're like, you fucking chink. I'm not Chinese. You fucking Jap. I'm not Japanese. You fucking, what are you? I'm Korean. You fucking cork. No. The proper vernacular is fucking gook. You dumbass, stupid motherfucker. Anyways. I was always the only Asian said that many times i get that growing anything in any field is hard and it's not like all, right you know how many people in the 80s didn't like sushi when it hit you had to be so cutting edge and so open-minded to eat raw fish even me i didn't like sushi until i was like late teens right korean food that shit just got their wave this last decade Maybe 20 years ago max, but I'm talking about really in the last 10 years, and especially since the BTS K-pop shit, you got motherfucking, you got Mexicans and black people fucking know more Korean than I do. Singing songs and shit and everything else, whatever. And it's just crazy, right? Growing anything. And I'm, I'm, shit, man, K-town is popping. Koreatown in Los Angeles is the most popping Korean community in the fucking world outside Seoul. Shit is crazy. So imagine golf, how hard it is to grow the game outside the basic stigma, right? It's just crazy. I'm excited to bring more mass appeal, spotlight Asians a little bit more, talk about things that you know that are outside the stereotypes with Asians. In fact, you know what? one thing I want to do is I want to get Jimmy Boy's cousin on here who sat down and did 20 years in, the, in prison. That shit was something I definitely want to talk about. That's some crazy shit. Talking about golf a little bit. Now, the kids are gone. Even when the kids were gone before, I was getting a little bit of golf in, but it's been real tough. You know, I have this weird energy that's going on, man. I'm trying to shake it. And no matter how strong you are, it's it's in the back of my mind. And golf is a mental game. You got to get all that shit out of your head. And this weird energy has been following me around like a fucking, you know, like a white t-shirt. That shit's just been on my back. And I'm playing the worst golf in the last, you know, compared to like six to nine months ago, I haven't played, what, four rounds in the last two and a half months maybe? Maybe four rounds? And, oh, including, you know, uh, yesterday and the day before. I don't know, man, it's tough playing real bad golf. Um, my putter's still all right. But it's not like I'm sinking one putts anymore like that. It's just, you know, three putts are here again, whatever. I've had some amazing shots. It's definitely... Every other hole, I'll have a shot like, wow, smack that motherfucker. Had a couple great approach shots, you know, on the green or something like that feeling. Then it's like, all right, two putt. I had like four birdie looks that turn into bogeys. Which is like, what the fuck is going on? But this country club that I joined, you know, is, is uh, and again, remember, I got gifted this membership to the country club. Um, It's tough. It's short, but the elevation, the greens, it's tough, it's a tough course. And I love it. I feel like I'm gonna go out and fucking work motherfuckers next time. You know, I hit, um, you know, the course. But uh, I got to play golf with Carl Towns. Stoked to see him. Um, Shout out to him and Jordan Woods. Jordan Woods has been on the show. Carl Towns is definitely one of the best basketball players in the NBA. He's actually a decent golfer, too. Um, He's like, yo, you all right, man? You good? You know, and Jordan was kind of worried about me. She's like, yo, you lost a lot of weight, man. She uh, faced, well, he facetimed her and she was talking to me. And, you know, Definitely nice to be finally a member of a country club. And one thing that I thought about with the country club is the fact that my kids are there for free. Now, if they golf, you know, of course, there's small little fees here and there, but they got this amazing chipping green all the way up to like 60 yards away. They got, you know, several putting areas. They got grass range. It's fucking dope. They have a great restaurant. They got a great snack bar. Courses course is lit and, you know, just it's a good club. And with that said, I thought about how my subscribers on Instagram and as soon as this fucking Twitter figures out what the fuck's going on with my subscription shit because it's already active, all the stuff, and what the fuck's going on because I want to send out subscriber-only tweets. I'd rather do that all day long than anything else. But I am going to start taking groups of threes out so we could have foursomes at this country club. All I got to do is pay the greens fees, the guest fees. And you're paying like one-third. Basically, you'd be paying less than what you'd be playing at Angeles. And it's a way nicer track. So if you're down, you know how to get at me. We'll get that going. And that's fun. And just got my locker. I love the pro shop. This shit is fucking amazing. And what else is going on in this goofy-ass world, man? Oh, yeah, this fucking Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg. Shit, I thought it was going down. Musk is... Wolf, and all this bullshit. Man, more and more, I'm just thinking, Elon Musk is just a mark. He's a punk. So funny because of Mark Zuckerberg, but I'm saying he's just, he's just a fucking goofy ass motherfucker, bro. And I believe what Zuckerberg, I don't even fuck with Zuckerberg like that, but I believe what he's saying. He's like, always you know, like, no, nah, we're going to do it here. We do, can we do a practice round first? I need to get a surgery. Motherfucker, fight or not fight, you bitch ass motherfucker. Stop doing, stop doing the Twitter fingers. This is Mark Zuckerberg, goofy ass motherfucker telling you this shit. Elon Musk confirmed that it was going down they're gonna fucking stream it on X, Twitter, and now it ain't happening. From what Zuck says, like fuck this. We're talking about doing it with the UFC, getting fucking um, Dana White involved, whatever. It's like I don't fuck, bro. Just get, st- just fucking fight, bitch ass fucking dad bod motherfucker. Like man, I want to see that shit go down. Speaking of, did that Jake Paul fight? Nah, shit happened. i that. i not gonna get into all that, man. But uh, by the way, the algorithm again is just so fucking bad on all social media networks just really fucking bad and again it's real simple a chronological timeline would solve it all i know motherfuckers that have left because the shit is so fucking bad it's fucking sad man it's fucking sad um real quick for those y'all who know how um much i'm addicted to roblox i have finally reached the final level of dungeon quest that is gilded skies in Roblox. I got London some lit-ass fucking gear. Um, shout out to V. Caffey, the creator of Dungeon Quest. Um, I'm addicted. I'm, I'm at level 196 right now, and I ain't stopping. There's a rumor that two new rooms are coming, which would mean it'd be a level 200 and then a level 210, and I'm ready for that shit too. But in, let's see, May, March. I'm sorry, Jesus Christ, May, March. May, June, July, uh, in four just just barely under four months motherfuckers play for years i've got to 196 and there ain't no cheating ain't no way to cheat you can get carried but it's like at a certain point you got to beat these levels so that was lit if you are on roblox you already know follow wash lord last but not least haven't watched a whole lot of tv been trying to watch some golf fedex champ and uh you know um just happened or whatever and I got the Wash Lord Invitational Scramble, Oceanside, October 16th. That is right around the corner. But a couple things I've been watching. When we were in Hawaii, I took the kids. We wanted to see it on opening night, but we couldn't because we missed our flight on Thursday. So we got to Hawaii on Friday night, but it all worked out. We went to go see the Meg 2, and it was very entertaining. (laughs) I give the Meg 2 a 75 80 out of 100 my kids give it a 100 out of 100 it was a great sequel I liked it they're obsessed with sharks they're obsessed with megalodons and it was funny it was I'm not a huge fan of Jason Stratum but it was a good fucking movie and if you have kids they like sharks I recommend it it's funny it's not violent enough for that it's cool it's good I think they're going to go watch Haunted Mansion with their mom. They didn't want to go. She looked corny. And I feel bad with the strike going on and whatever. I do want to watch Mission Impossible. I'll probably buy it when it gets home. But I cannot wait. We are less than three weeks away from Equalizer 3 is coming out. And you know, you already know how I feel. You know how I feel about Denzel Equalizer. That shit is going to be crazy. I am watching it opening night. I might take London I don't know how, how violent it is you know my, my brother and parents used to take me to to movies it's, as long as it was no titties and no drug use and shit like that I was cool with it Um, I used to watch Bruce Lee movies and whatever else And yeah now nah, we good what else man Johnny Football Netflix Untold I do want to watch that Jake Paul one I heard it was good Untold has just done amazing things it's just if I'm interested in it you know um, I watched this thing on John and Kate plus eight, you know, that, that crazy ass show with the Korean dude had a, that white wife and um, they had eight kids and it was fucked up. I had no idea how fucked up their divorce was. That shit put me in, in a better mood and their fucking custody battle and their fucking lawsuit and their divorce was nasty. It was all fucked up. Um, it's on Hulu, recommend it. Johnny Football, my boy Johnny Manziel, what a story. Wow, I feel bad for dude. Such a great guy, such a nice dude. Yeah, he fucked up, did some stuff here and there. Dude's been nothing but a fucking super nice dude. Loves playing golf. Dude's been always a happy-go-lucky dude. I met him through Drake, of all people. Cool guy, sad man, but you know, he seems to like get good spirits and, and, and has dope. Dude was a legend, man, and, and it's a good story. I finished Lincoln Lawyer the second season, and let me tell you, it was all that. It was definitely worth it it was fucking good. Thank God it finished off strong. I can't wait for Lincoln Lawyer season three. You know it's coming. What else, man? Oh, I cannot wait for fucking Bosch to come back out. They definitely are. I know this next season is coming out. I don't know when. I think it's, actually might be coming soon. Usually they drop in April and spring and stuff, but this is, I can't wait. Bosch is my favorite show, period. There's nothing. I've watched every season at least three times. And I was like, eight nine seasons i think i'm not exactly sure i've watched so many i just I, I know in fact i might start watching it again it's just so fucking good i don't know why i have this fucking note here it says lies don't know what that means but anyways guys that is it for today's episode again subscribers i will be doing this golf thing soon there's three people who have seniority because they have um i promised them things uh to play golf way back don't forget, I do think I have some Back Nine Ben uh, Be Better merch on the network app. We got the Wash Lord Invitational Scramble, which is sold out. Uh, I will be announcing, nah, it might be a little too early for the WLI next year. What else is there, guys? I don't know. I'm just trying to think. Excited. I got a little motivation. It's been a very weird week. Again, this weird energy has surrounded me, but I love that you guys are here four years later. There have been a lot of day ones that have messaged me. This podcast is here. And we're just coming bigger and better in the very near future. Thank you guys for listening. Please subscribe. If you have not hit that subscribe button, hit that subscribe button. Okay? Tell a friend to tell a friend about this show. And guys, you hear the Lakey Lake music, you know what that means. It means we are out of here and make it a great day. All right, y'all. Love y'all. Peace.